Yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm Liam Patterson. I'm the CEO of Bidnamic. Um, we're Google Shopping experts um, working around the world. We're a team size of around 100, just a little bit under. Uh, we've got offices in the UK and Leeds and also in Austin in Texas. And um, oops, wrong way. Um, yeah, I'll have to get that some. And we're really uh, very much focused on Google Shopping. It's the main channel that we manage for, for hundreds of retailers. And we offer a service in two areas. First of all, pre-click. So making sure that we're buying the right traffic. We're showing up when there's intent to buy uh, of shoppers going to Google to search what the retailer's selling. And more recently, we've moved into post-click. And that's really where this talk's going to focus on. What can we do to reduce the bounce rate, to improve conversion rates after we've paid for that click, um, which is a new service that we're launching and talking about today. So we work with hundreds of retailers, around 300, uh, many, many uh, big names. About a third of our revenue comes from the US, where we've got the office out there. Uh, and we've been scaling for about four or five years, having just taken a, a, a large investment of five, four million pound into the business last year. So what is Google Shopping bounce rate? It's after someone's gone to Google, they've searched for the product they're looking for, they've seen the carousel up here, they've selected the product that they want to, that matches what they're looking for, and they've clicked onto it. They visit the website, and they immediately bounce off. They leave the website. Um, it's, this is a huge, huge problem. We've heard a bit about it today. But from what we're seeing, we're losing around 59% on average of clicks. So if you have uh, 10,000 clicks coming through a month, that's 5,900 bouncing right back. And just 41% or 4,100 continuing that journey into the website. So it's a huge, huge uh, challenge for businesses. And if we were just to quantify it, just looking at that at 50p, just at a £10,000 a month spend, uh, then we'd be looking at £194 a day that we're losing to bounce rate, or 5,900 a month. And this is linear. So as we grow that spend from 10,000 to 100,000, it stays at the same level. If not, it gets worse as we start to get onto more broader, less specific, less branded keywords that we can acquire. So this, this only gets worse as we scale. So this is a real, real challenge which can start to hold back retailers. And we believe it's an underrated metric bounce rate. We think it's the metric that we should be really, really focused on as, as uh, e-commerce advertisers, as looking to grow our, our revenues and our profits. Um, and, and this is really why. So we see retailers who are often at 70, 80. We even see retailers at 90% bounce rate. So if we take an example here of a retailer at 80% bounce rate, uh, that means 100% of the traffic is paid for. Uh, they're immediately losing 8,000 of their 10,000 pound a month spent on Google Shopping ads immediately bouncing back to Google to continue searching and shopping. 20% continues, that's £2,000 of their budget, 2,000 clicks go onto their website, and a pretty healthy inline conversion rate at 2%. This means for their investment, if 10,000, they return 50,000, a five times ROAS return on ad spend. So they might feel it's happy, cool, we're hitting the numbers, um, but actually they're losing so much opportunity to grow. This is why we need to focus on this. If we want to start to be growing the, the ROAS, the return on ad spends that we're achieving. So this is why. If we're taking that 100%, even a small change, so moving it from 80 to 70% can drive huge, huge changes. Because now we've got £7,000 out of the 8,000 immediately bouncing back to Google. A further uh, 1,000 clicks moving down. So now I've got 2,000. We've now got 3,000 moving down. Uh, and this has driven up the conversion rate from 2% to 3%, and we've added an additional 25,000 of revenue or a ROAS of 7.5 or 7.5. So it's a huge, huge impact on the business's profitability. We're still spending the same amount. They're still spending 10,000. We're still driving the same amount of traffic, 
but now by avoiding that immediate bounce, we're able to drive significant results down the funnel, increasing profitability, increasing growth. More so, this drives a flywheel effect for businesses. So if we're able to reduce our bounce rate, like here, from 80% to 10%, to 70%, sorry, so only a 10% reduction in bounce rate doesn't sound huge, certainly achievable from a lot of the ways we've already started to hear about today. So by lowering this, we're able to increase the revenue per click. So what we saw before was we'd increase the revenue from, uh, by 50%, from 2,000 to 3,000 now moving down the funnel. So we're able to increase the revenue, get, getting 75,000 rather than the 50,000 we had before. By increasing the revenue per click, if we're happy at the return on ad spend we were at before, at the five times in the example we saw before, uh, one pound in, generating five pound back, we can now increase our bids. We can increase the cost we're willing to pay to Google by 50%. And by doing this, we're able to access and unlock more traffic, driving more uh, relevant search. And this is really, really impactful and, and uh, really important for Google Shopping because it's this carousel. Because we've already heard stats today from the Salesfire team uh, and also from the big commerce team talking about this rising, compounding cost of, of Google Shopping, of search in general, of traffic in general. And on the Google Shopping carousel, Google determines the relevance if a product is relevant to what someone's searching for. But the only way to get to the front of the carousel is to pay Google the most. So it's not to do with uh, the price. It's not to do with uh, other information. It's to do with how much you're willing to pay Google. So this is an auction. The position on the left-hand side uh, is the most dominant. And it receives around 60 to 65% of all the clicks on Google Shopping. We'll go through this position. And it's known as the top impression. And it decays as we move off to the right-hand side. So, and it's, guess what? It's the most expensive. Uh, you've got to outbid everybody from the right-hand side by one penny or one cent uh, to get to there. So to drive the traffic through Google Shopping at scale, to win the top impression, we've got to pay Google the most. So this is really powerful, because if we can lower the bounce rate just by 10%, we're able to pay an additional 50% on the, that uh, traffic. So we're able to move from, say, the middle of the carousel across towards the front-hand and left-hand side driving more traffic, driving this flywheel where we can acquire more traffic, get more revenue, get more sales uh, by reinvesting that winnings. Or we could put it to more profit and we could run at a seven, uh, seven and a half times ROAS, turning that investment uh, from 50,000 of revenue from the 10,000 invested to 75,000. So depending on the goal, whether it's growth or it's profitability, um, either way, bounce rate is absolutely at the heart of what we're losing because we're losing so much traffic and so much uh, revenue to this bounce rate. So maybe you can start to see why we've become pretty obsessed of it at uh, Bidnamic, where we're managing hundreds of accounts uh, across the world and seeing this number where it's the majority of the revenue, the majority of the ad spend is lost to Google time and time again. Doesn't matter the platform, Shopify Plus, big commerce, we're seeing this bounce rate consistently happening. And we've seen there's two key reasons for this. The first is discovery. They click on that ad, they trade their time by going to that website and they don't discover what they're looking for, and they bounce back. They've wasted their own time. They've had a bad experience. The second is the speed. The page is just too slow to load. So we're going to deep dive into both of these areas. So the first big challenge we see is that the journey of the e-commerce store has been built very sensibly in this linear process. We, we look at our stores. We look at the home page. Well, they understand the proposition, what we sell, footwear. We've then got category pages. Is it boots? Is it running shoes? Is it uh, women's shoes? So they can understand the category, which they'll navigate to. Let's say they go to running shoes. 
We then, the aim of that category page, like we saw before in the overlay example from Salesfire, is to drive them into the product details page, get them to a product so they can understand the benefits of that product with the hope of that product details page providing all the information that we can make them confident enough in us to deliver and the product to check out and purchase. And this is the journey that, that all the websites are built around that we're optimizing and thinking about. But this isn't what happens in Google Shopping. The only place that Google Shopping traffic can go is direct to the product details page. So we, we, and we know that 80% of search terms on Google are generic. They're not brand specific. They're mo not model specific. These are generic terms like men's running shoe. And it's being forced through, not to the home page, not to the category page where we'd like to send a, a, a search like this but instead to a product details page, resulting in them not finding what they want, and on average, just under 60% are bouncing from this experience. So this is a real, real challenge that Google is forcing us. We cannot send this Google shopping traffic, which makes up the majority of e-commerce uh, online search traffic. We can't send it anywhere else. So here's a journey. Someone goes to Google, type in men's running shoes. We're presented by a, a nice pair there, ASICs, very much towards the front of the carousel, so much more likely to be clicked. Uh, we see a nice pair of ASICs, look pretty good. Remember, this, this image isn't as big as we can see it here. It's very, very small on our phones. Uh, we can't see the full details. Very few people are reading those titles underneath them. Uh, we're presented with a product. We click through to the ASICS website, and this is the experience we're presented. Very few people scroll down. So that's why we have this page fold. This is what we see. We see this experience above. Very few people do scroll down. But when we do scroll down, we're seeing that 80% of these searches are, are coming from generic terms, men's running shoes. Presented with a single product, no recommendation in the, in the example of ASICs, uh, and very little optionality, very little functionality. Um, this is the wrong experience. As we uh, go to another product page on, on ASICs page, another shoe, we, we're presented with this. Men's running shoes, click through to the product, come to what they're recommending us. T-shirts, shorts, socks. It makes sense. This journey makes total sense because for that linear journey, if they've already found the shoes they want, we want to upsell them, we want to cross-sell them, we want to increase the average order value. But when you've come from Google and you're asking for men's running shoes, why has the clerk, when we're looking at one pair out of the hundreds that ASICs make and stock, are they recommending me a T-shirt, shorts, and socks? This is just a broken journey, and this is the journey presented on pay website after website after website because of the linear journey that we've, we've come to know, which doesn't work for Google Shopping. And it results in customers not finding what they want and bouncing straight back more than they do continue shopping. So what we've done is we, at Bidnamic is we've created a dedicated landing page explicitly built for Google Shopping traffic. It's only accessible from clicking on that Google Shopping ad where that traffic goes through to. It can't be found in SEO. It can't be found in site search. It's driven through. And we've taken the experience that we see in store of understanding what someone's searching and finding the most relevant alternative products just like you would in, this, in the real world. You'd say, hey, they've got some men's running shoes. They'd take us to the wall. We'd see all these shoes. If we picked one up, this has been merchandised, so it shows the most similar shoes around it. It's showing all the ASIC shoes. It's showing all the Adidas shoes. It's showing downhill, long-distance running shoes all together in a sensible format. And this is what we've done, is we've indexed every single product in a retailer's inventory. We've understood not only the simple look and feel, but the, the brand, the category, the price, the size, the gender, the material, all the attributes that make that product unique, its fingerprint. And we've used this to create in real time a recommendation uh, so they can see the most similar alternatives. 
So this is a different journey than trying to upsell and cross-sell them because we know they've come in for men's running shoes. So let's show them the most similar ones to what they've clicked. Same brand, same size, same color, uh, and give them that chance. And we've also positioned it above the fold on a scrollable carousel which mimics the, the journey they're already on. They're on Google Shopping, they've come through. Is that the product they like? They can check out and immediately buy. If not, they've got the most similar alternatives above the fold. As they scroll down, there's rows and rows of recommendations which are going to take them into different parts of the website. So this is, is solving that problem of not discovering what you're looking for when you click from Google Shopping on the generic term. Let's show them the most similar alternatives we have above the fold. But this is only half the journey. The second reason that people bounce is page loading speed. So we believe we've overcome discovery, giving them those alternatives. Now it's about speed. So Google have told us, and told probably many, many of us until we're blue in the face about page speed. They say that if your site loads in five seconds instead of one second, 90% the increase in probability of somebody bouncing. So if your page loads in five seconds, 90% of your bounce rate has increased versus one second. So we know that speed is absolutely critical. When Amazon's uh, CFO was asked, what's the most important thing about the website? Page speed. When Shopify's uh, CTOs are asked, page speed, page speed. Whenever uh, different vendors like Big Commerce are talking about their website, they're talking about page speed. Absolutely critical. So when we look at Asics Store, the exact product we were looking at before, Asics, pretty wealthy company, a lot of resources. This is the Google page speed score. This is Google's own index, and they're coming out 16 out of 100, and they're taking 7.6 seconds to load that product details page. So that's 50% more than Google is saying is going to result in a 90% increase in bounce rate. So it's massively challenging, scoring just 16 out of 100. So what we've done, so if you're interested in your own page speed score of your own website, you can uh, use this QR code. It'll take you through to Google's page speed insights tool. You can uh, place in your own URL. We recommend a product page, and you can see how you score uh, out of 100. Totally free to do. So if anyone's interested, you can uh, use, that, use that tool there. Um, and, and moving on. So we've, we've solved this uh, by creating a headless a landing page built for Shopify initially and expanding to other platforms beyond this. And it scores 100 out of 100 not only on desktop, but also on mobile. So it's mobile first, 100 out of 100 on page speed score, and on both, it uh, comes up in way less than one second, loading in 0.3 of a second um, for, for desktop and around 0.4 to 0.5 of a second for mobile. So it's lightning quick. So we've solved that problem of, uh, of, of speed, uh, which is absolutely huge. So we see this, ch this challenge across the first one being product discovery, We've solved that by giving the most similar alternatives to what someone is searching on Google uh, and merchandising above the fold. We've solved this, uh, the challenge of speed by being lightning quick, loading in under one second and scoring 100 out of 100 across mobile and desktop. So what impact is it having? It's having a huge, huge impact. So um, for Appalachian Outfitters, they're a, a large um, outdoor re retailer uh, out of the Appalachian Mountains in the USA. They're stocking Patagonia. They're stocking many, many top brands. And Patagonia was the most searched for um, brand last year. So incredibly competitive for an independent retailer to stand out. So they've been able to uh, grow their, their total traffic with us by 127%. So they've been able to apply that flywheel to grow their business. And they've been able to do it by lowering the bounce rate by 9.4% right at the top just by sending the traffic to these dedicated landing pages. That's resulted in an increased conversion rate of 11%, meaning we can now invest that back and drive that flywheel of getting more traffic. And we've grown their business by 127% year on year. 
And it's a huge, huge impact um, that we see is just really driving this efficiencies within Google Shopping uh, and Search as well. Uh, the pages can be launched in under a week. So these are incredibly quick to build and launch. Um, they're headless uh, Shopify storefronts. Initially, we're going to expand beyond that, but initially it's, uh, it's headless for Shopify. They are template-driven, um, but they're, they're customizable to the look and feel. The button styles, the palettes, the fonts are all customizable. And we're bringing in best-of-breed technology partners as well. We're, we're partnered with SalesFire to take their, their overlays and bring in their overlays into this platform. We've, uh, we've got very powerful type-ahead search on there, um, which allows customers to instantly find this. We're running A-B tests, not just across one website with, your, with limited traffic, but across a network of hundreds of stores with millions of clicks. So we can optimize the layouts, the positions, the buttons, as well as bringing in partners uh, consistently into this platform. If you're interested in learning more, you can uh, use, the, use this to, to, uh, to book an audit. We can look at your own bounce rates on your campaigns, how we can assist. And also, if you're a SalesFire customer, we can also extend um, to launch these pages on your behalf. So you can actually see the impact uh, for yourselves um, of how impactful these are. So again, that's something we're doing for free. We're happy to, to launch these pages, drive that traffic. You can see the reduction in bounce rate, the improvement in page speed score, uh, and the impact that has on your campaigns as well. Uh, and then we can then take it from there. So yeah, thank you for, uh, for listening. And yeah, I welcome any questions. I believe, I believe there's a microphone just on its way over. Um, um, you said Shopify is the only one at the moment. What other platforms are you looking to go over to and what are the timescales on those? Yeah, so we're looking um, for the rest of this year, we will be focused on just Shopify. Um, it's likely we'll be expanding into um, big commerce will be one of the platforms we're looking at currently. Um, but yeah, right now it is just Shopify. In terms of timeframes, I couldn't give you anything accurate, uh, to be quite honest, but it will be uh, certainly um, around six months or more. Yeah. Along the lines where you can currently, because we're currently a customer of yours anyway, yeah. um, for about four weeks now. So is there anything along the lines you could do with WooCommerce on top of that that isn't necessarily just Shopify or...? Yeah, so the, um, the only um, dedicated component is the, is the checkout integration currently. Um, so it's certainly something I can speak to the team about and see what we can do. Uh, there is a few workarounds that are working actually really well, um, which is where you can send the traffic rather than being able to check out immediately. Um, so that checkout button, adding the product to your, your cart, instead it would take them through to the, the page. And we're actually doing that for a, a couple of retailers who have very advanced um, kind of configurations or personalizations um, where they can, in, you know, uh, uh, personalize and it takes them through to your product page because uh, what you find is a second click the, the bounce rate is massively reduced because that they found what they want already so yeah certainly something we can we can speak to you about and, uh, and see what we can do you know the page speed that you've shown um, and is the discovery page built on customers domain or on your yeah, yeah, great, great question. So it's on your subdomain. So uh, it would sit on um, LP, for example. We can customize the naming, uh, lp.gymshark.com or whatever domain. So uh, yeah, it would be on a subdomain, but it's fully integrated. So as soon as, uh, as anybody clicks onto any of these elements, they're going through to your full shop experience. So it's really seen as an entry page. We're not trying to replace the storefront. We're just trying to give the best entry page experience. Um, and it's fully integrated in your site search your navigation, and also your add-to-cart functionality, which is going to take you right through to your main domain. Uh, and it's going to be a subdomain on your domain. So under the, under the uh, they'll see um, 
for example, they'll see the, uh, yeah, your domain on their browser. What's the reason for the subdomain rather than on the main domain and just to cut down design? Yeah, so it's actually for site speed. So a, uh, within Shopify and, and other platforms, there's a lot of, um, of kind of, of, of implementation, which means it's very hard to actually optimize a template to get anywhere near this, uh, this, this speed. And there's also often on the, the primary domain, there can be elements which are across all the website, which we may not need for the journey of Google Shopping. Um, so again, we, we take those out. And those third-party apps and things like that allow us to instead build natively just for your storefront here. Um, so it's all about getting that speed um, across the into the primary domain. Thank you once again, Liam. Cheers. Thank you very much.